Hello, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The Faux Show. Today is Saturday, November 23rd. My name is Angela. And my name is Chris. And as most of you know, The Faux Show is not a real show. It is a social experience because I don't look at you. I look at the chat which I have here on my iPad. Oh, the chat room? Man, I've got that here on my screen, full screen, right there, right now. Boom. It's over there on a monitor where we can see ourselves, and it's on this monitor. doesn't matter. I actually have a lower (laughs) third that has been assembled by a dozen smartphones combined, and then I have wired each of their screens to work in concert together, zoomed way out, and then applied a slight GPU-accelerated blur to make all of the lines fit together, and our chat room is powered by mobile phones today from the jblive.tv IRC chat room. Wow. Okay, well, so um, we are going to cover must-have apps. This is... The third episode we've recorded today, if you've been watching for the last couple of weeks, you would know that. Mm. <laughs> or maybe you were here live today Whoa. on this Saturday night. On a marathon. 23rd. Yeah. We just had some pizza. A foe-a-thon. Now, it's gotten cold out here, so hence the- uh, Yeah, actually, the... no, I'm not cold at all. No, this is nice. But, well, between the chocolate wine and the lower third <laughs> and the- I'm drinking, uh, I'm drinking the Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin Ale. I'm finishing out the rest of my pumpkin Heck ale. Yeah. Funny thing. Seriously, not this even... This is hilarious. Not even joking. Like, like, here, touch this. Touch this. Would you say, like, touch it down here. Would you say that's chill? Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Totally just took it from the garage. Hasn't been in the <laughs> fridge at all. That's how cold our garage is nice. out here in the studio. Yeah. Nice. So it's just right off the floor of the garage. But that works, right? <laughs> it's eco-friendly. Drinks beer off the floor. I got a confession to make. What? You know, I used to do an Android app pick every single Sunday on Linux. I know. Yeah. yeah. Majo was really good at tracking those yeah. for you. And Thank I, you, Majo. Since I haven't been doing them, because I quit a little while ago, I have been jonesing to talk about some apps. Jonesing. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah, so that's I got cool. I got some good apps. Well, maybe you should do the next last all about those apps. Then. No. Oh, okay. No, that would be a horrible <laughs> ass. Well, why don't you... <laughs> why don't you go ahead then, Should I loud? start with my first one? Yeah, well, all right. I so, think that would be a good idea. Some of these, if you're smart, if you're informed, <laughs> wow. or you watch Linux Action Show... Or all of the above. You already know about a couple of these, but you need to eat your vegetables, people. These are important apps. We got to talk about them. I got to tell you. That's things. actually funny because Rakai does not like vegetables. Well, I don't like vegetables either, but I understand the importance of eating them. All right. So, did we mention Rikai yeah. in studio with right? us today? How yeah, cool is did. that? Yeah, there he is. We got Rikai <laughs> in studio. In studio guest. Yeah, yeah. that's his uh, Minecraft avatar yep. that I uh, sneakily snuck. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> All right, so let's redundancy let's, is awesome. Let's start with my first app. It's one that saves me money almost every time I drive on the freeway. Hey, in what ways does it do that? Oh, I see what you did there, Ange. That's so funny, Angela. <laughs> I know. So uh, ways is is navigation, sure, but it's also uh, you know it's a social experience. You're really you're going about that, really. You're I've lost you over over ways. In what ways? <laughs> I think she's cracked. You know what's stupid is that like it was such a smooth transition and now I'm screwing it all up. Yeah, oh, it was good. It would have been like smooth, but yeah. I can't even see straight now. So Waze, yeah, and you like social experiences, right? I do. So <laughs> I you, host one right here on Jupiter Broadcast. Right, I've noticed. I, I, I thought that might be the case. That was okay. sort of what tipped me off. Uh, this <laughs> is like everybody that's on the road. Are you good? <laughs> Am I going to get through this? It's good one, Angel. <laughs> Am I going to... Okay, go. This is a really cool app, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm too warm. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Waze. 
uh, if there's a cop or a car on the side of the road, uh, other people of the Waze mm-hmm. app will report that for you. Plus, people can like you. You get, you get, uh, they can thank you for warning them. And here in Washington State, we get a lot of cops, especially on our Interstate Five, and uh, especially around holidays, mm-hmm. they're all like, "We're going to get you." They're looking for people for the been, holidays. They're <laughs> looking for people who've been drinking chocolate wine, is what it is. Uh, so you get so you get the reports of everybody that's around you, what speeds they're traveling, so you get an indication of what real-time traffic conditions are, anywhere anybody's running ways, which means side roads, it doesn't have to be a main road. You get people worrying about red lights, you get people worrying about cops, you get mm-hmm. hidden cops, visible cops, you get car on the side of the road, broken down truck on the side of the road. It's all an information portal, and they tie in navigation. Let me tell you something else. Plurk.com is a social network, right? And Plurk has... <laughs> like, where are you going with this? Plurk has... Something built in called karma, where yeah. you post daily and yep. you get karma, or you respond to people and you get karma. And uh, if you don't post, you lose karma. If you lose a friend, you lose karma. Anyway, anyway, Twitter and Facebook, they're all like, that's stupid. Ways You get karma. Has Is it called karma? No. No, you get points. Yeah. If you are the first to report an accident, yep. or you confirm an accident, you get points. And I think when you and like, so and people it, like yours, like, and, hey, thanks. Yeah, and that makes it a social experience. And and for like for for us, we just used it the other day. It was really nice to know that you know more than one person said there's cops you mm-hmm. know on this stretch of I five. And what's cool is they're also they also do a lot of interesting things. Like you can set it up so that way you wave in front of the camera, and then you can do voice prompts, so you don't have to actually take your eyes off the road, which is nice when you're driving. The downside to Waze, and I don't know if it's going to get any better now that Google bought them. I hope Waze doesn't just kind of go away, mm-hmm. but. Uh, the downside is it does have ads, but they're clever. Like when you stop moving, that's when the ad comes up. Or if you're like, <laughs> yeah, because it's like, oh, you're looking at your phone, bam. <laughs> yeah, or like, hey, did you Buy know there's this. a Taco Bell nearby? Would you like to get a taco? Right. And it puts that up there, and then you can route to it. So that's Waze. Everybody knows about Waze. Probably shouldn't spend any more time well, on yeah, it. Well, yeah, sure. Like apparently Mail Hauler, who hauls mail, he uses Waze. He should. Yeah. I mean, because when you're, in a, when you're in a location and you don't know the beats of the cop, you know, it's, it's nice to get reports. Plus, it's cool to see crowdsource traffic info. Yeah, so picture this. I'm totally pulling the Golden Girls thing, but not Sicily this Picture time. it. Sicily, 1985. <laughs> yeah. No, th- like, it was two years ago. I drove to my mom's house with the kids, and it started getting stormy. And I was just about to head out so I could get home in time for naps when Chris texts me and says, don't go anywhere. There is a big storm. Big storm. And I was like, well, yeah, I can see the storm. You know, ain't no thing. It's just rain. You know, I've, you know, I've been, I, I grew up in that house, I, in that area. It's Washington. It rains all the time. Yeah. Turns out, but I, I heeded his advice because like five minutes later, we lost power. <laughs> and then, her, uh, not hurricane, tornado. A tornado hit like a mile from my mom's house. Yep. Touchdown on the road. And do you know how he knew it? Because he was sitting there diddling with his new app, <laughs> Dark Sky. <laughs> diddling? Diddling. There it is. Dark Sky. What's cool about Dark, Dark Sky, Sky app.com. is it's all about a very narrow window. Like, so say here's like a general generic use case. Going to go walk the dog, right? <laughs> and you want to know, am I going to get rained on in the next 10 minutes? Yeah. And what app do you know of can tell you that? Like, it's, it's not like, even the weathermen can tell you that. You and know? then you can also get push notifications. So you'll get like a notification a couple minutes before it starts raining, which is nice. Like which I, you can tweak those, right? Yeah. Yeah. And if you're like, oh man, I got to go in. I got to go. I got to go get the lawn chair in out of the rain. You get that notification before or my barbecue. If my barbecue's sitting open. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> I know to go close it up. It's kind of handy. Yeah. Or to not even light it in the first place. Yeah. 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 In the next or, hour. Or like one of the other things I've, I've been I've, I've been known to do is look at it and be like, well, okay, the rain's going to stop in an hour and change. So I'll, I'll you know, warm up the barbecue then. Yeah. 
So male hauler, uh, he had forgotten about this app, and he's now going to go get it because as a as a commercial driver, he needs to know what the weather's going to be like. You know, especially if if you're in the midwestern and the eastern where you get lots of snow. Also, and stuff. scroll down a little bit. Coolest weather maps ever. The coolest oh, yeah. radar ever, and it looks so cool on the iPad. And it's live time, like or in that, well, it's live in future time. You, you can, can scroll you through can a time. You can scroll timeline. a dial and and have it, you know, show you what does it look like it's going to be in the next, you know. And then there, then you have the rain meter. It shows you the volume of rain uh, up down, right to the minute, which is so neat. Right. Yeah. So yeah, it is a very cool. And I will have to know or uh, what internet phone only though. Um, by the way. Yeah, internet phone. iPhone only at the moment, but they have somewhere on here. Something that, about Android, yeah. Yeah, that they're trying to blah, 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 want to use blah. Okay, they well, have an API they are working that, yeah. on it. They're they, working yep. on getting it for Android. Yep. So, um, And once they do, um, I, I might be contacting them about being a sponsor, potentially. Well, speaking of Android, I got an Android app for you guys, and I've mentioned this one before, but this is so awesome. Especially if you have like a Samsung device that has a lot of Samsung OEM software on there, mm -hmm. or any device, all any of them that ship with a lot of crap, Nova or Launcher, my friends, Nova Launcher. Mm -hmm. It it is a replacement for the launcher on your Android device, and it is pretty by, darn close. To by stock. launcher, you mean a home screen? Yeah. So like all of all of these icons here. So here's what's really cool right. about. So this is my Nova Launcher screen here. And one of the neat things I can do is I have a dock at the bottom, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. And my dock is actually scrollable. So I can have multiple sets of icons in nice. my dock. So I, on one side, I've got like note taking, Google Hangouts, Google Voice, and a flashlight. On the other side, I've got like all my apps and Chrome. And then on the other side, I've got all of the remote control stuff that I need to remotely control our phones. So that's really cool. What? You're, you're peeking? <laughs> uh, That's really cool. So, so Nova Launcher, it is, it is, so you get the scrollable dock, you get uh, customized grid. Oh, the other thing I like about Nova Launcher is I've removed all of the icon file names. Just So it's just, see oh, how there's no text? Oh, yeah. Because I know what those icons right. are. Yeah, they try to make them, yeah. So I don't need, so I can get, right. I can get an extra row because I've removed nice. the text from the icons. Because nice. the Evernote icon and the Pocket Cast and Google, they're all super obvious. That's great. Yeah. So That's Nova, actually really Also, beneficial. you can do infinite scroll and you can set up, like I have, like you see a kind of like Whoa. a cube effect. Yeah. There. You can do different scroll effects, which is yeah, really cool. Yeah, that reminds me of the movie Cube. Uh, there's, <laughs> there, uh, you can set up uh, gestures. So check this out. If I, if I gesture up from the bottom. I said, it did nothing. <laughs> yeah, well, that does sometimes not do anything. I don't know what's up with that, but it's supposed to launch my Google search when I swipe up. From oh, the okay, cool. So you can set gestures like when you do certain things to have it recognize that. Yeah. Uh, you can hide apps. You can so, do. So some other uh, alternatives to this would be Apex and AWD. Yep. A, a W B. Yeah, something like some that. A w I don't know. A, a, a W N. Sure. Wow. Sure. There's a there's a lot of launchers out there. Nova might not even be the best anymore, but I sure like it. And it, the reason I like it is well performs, mm -hmm. uh, low memory usage, and very close in look and feel to the stock Google experience, which is a vin vin for me, Angelo. Sweet. Speaking okay. of the stock Google experience, what? I'd like to thank our first sponsor this week. Uh, yeah, the you know Ting. Ting, which is mobile. That makes sense. Mail, well, yeah, you got it. Mobile. I read sense. it. Mobile. Well, okay. <laughs> uh, mobile. So. Go ahead. Um, Ting has an awesome opportunity for faux show viewers only, right? That's right. That's right. Because uh, if you watch other, the other shows, Ting sponsors some of our other shows, hmm. but this is for faux show fans only. You got to go to faux.ting.com to take advantage of it. In fact, that's yep. all you got to do is go to faux.ting.com and sign up, and you could win. Or transfer a device. Sign okay, up, yeah. sign up, yeah. yeah. And you could win $300 in service credit between now and December 8th. And it's only going to go out to folks no. who visit faux.ting.com. Just for those that take things literally like I do, 
you get a by December eighth, they will choose a winner, and you get three hundred dollars credit. It's not three hundred dollars credit that you have to use by December eighth. Nobody, yeah. nobody thought that. <laughs> the way you said it, the way you said it, I would have thought that. Yeah, but nobody so, else. Okay. Well, anyway, so the average Ting bill is like thirty something dollars. Thirty three dollars a month. Which, if you think about it, smartphones like you know iPhones with AT and T or Verizon, it's minimum for one line one hundred and twenty, one hundred and thirty. Yeah, especially it once you get enough text and you get ridiculous, and you get enough data. Yeah, it gets yeah. really crazy. And Ting's you pay yeah, only data for, alone is like forty dollars. You only pay for what you use with Ting, Ange. Yep. Did you know that? I uh, did. They yep. got uh, no contracts, no early termination fee. Just a six dollar month fee. And then you fee, can share from pooled minutes if you, you want to have multiple lines. You go to fo.ting.com to get started. Mm-hmm. Check out their devices page. I was talking about that uh, stock Android experience. Ting is welcoming the Nexus 5. So if you want to get a stock Android experience or if you got yourself an internet phone compatible with the Sprint network, iPhone 4 or 4S, <laughs> it will work on the Ting network now. You can bring your own device. And if you bring your own device, Ting will give you a $25 credit on your first Woo! month of service. They really have some good phones too. Yeah. Yeah, that's so cool. You know, and also it's we, about time that a service like this became available, we, and and they're so current with their humor. Their phone number has FTW in it. It's one eight five five Ting FTW. Yep, for the win. They, look at this. This is something I don't talk about very often, but they have a Kyocera feature phone, sixty three dollars when you apply our discount. Sixty three dollars a month for a f- or what? Just for the phone. Oh, for oh, for an wow. unlocked. You own it. It's totally wow. yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it might be like locked to the CDMA network in a sense, but it is sure. off contract. It is sure. completely fully yours. It's not subsidized for sixty three bones, and then you only pay for what you use. Mm-hmm. And when you when you apply our discount, I mean, that's that's awesome. So you go to you get started by going to fo.ting.com. Mm-hmm. Check out the Ting rates. You're going to be flabbergasted what a great deal it is. Yep. You can also use their savings calculator. Also, check out their video on the Ting dashboard. I think you'll be pretty impressed with that. can do so. Fo.ting.com. And take $25 off your first month of service if you bring a device. If you don't got a device and you want to get yourself a brand new fancy Android phone, just go to fo.ting.com and take $25 off your first phone. Woo. Big thank you to Ting for sponsoring yep. the Fo Show. Yay. Love that dashboard. Yeah, yeah, for reals. Yeah. All right, the next app is the this. Plex app. You now, gotta have this. I don't hundred percent understand how exactly Plex works, so there might have to be a future faux show on it. But mm-hmm. basically, you install this app after you have your Plex server set up mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep. Um, you gotta have a Plex server already. First. And if you're on the the network that the Plex server is on, you don't even have to log in. Right. You just put Plex on your phone. Yep. Or device, and you're able to watch. Any of the content that's on it. It's great on the tablet, too. Yeah. Plex automatically detects what type of device you're watching it on and will do a transcoding if it needs to. So, like, right here, I have, uh, I have like, a really high-resolution uh, 16 megabit version, 1080p with 5.1 surround sound of the Aviator, right? Uh-huh, uh-huh. That is obviously a bit overkill for a cell phone. Yeah. So what Plex will do on the server side is it will transcode it down to my phone. Now, I was watching this last night, and now I can resume on my phone where I was watching it on my TV. Oh, yeah, that is the other thing. Yeah. yeah. No matter where you are in the house, it will resume wherever you last watched it, literally anywhere in the house. Because, um, you know, we've been through a lot of different media sources, uh, like Boxy we used, which I know is not the same as Plex, but Boxy, it, the start and stop time was specific to the unit that you were watching it on. But 
I like that about Plex. Yeah. About the fact that no matter where you go, it says, hey, the last time you watched this, it was. It's also really easy to use the MyPlex service to get them to link up so when you're on the go, you can still stream. And it's smart yep. enough to detect you're on 3G and then, you know, uh, adjust accordingly. Yeah. You've got, I mean, we've ours is so nice. you got all the different shows on here. And the Plex app, I think, I don't know if it's actually free for the actual app, but mm -hmm. you don't have to pay a monthly service to use the Plex app. Yeah, and um, as you see here, Plex on your desktop. So for you Netflix viewers, if you have your own media server, you're already watching, or I mean, and you have Netflix, you're already watching movies in your browser. So they make it a lot easier yep. to view all that content yep. just right at your computer as well, and which, which, which I've used. I got a little Star Trek action going right now. Oh, that's the other thing. They play the music. Yeah, so when I browse the Star Trek section of our Plex server, it'll play the Star Trek theme as I'm browsing around. Well, it plays whatever folder you're into in, yeah. like The Simpsons or New Girl or so, whatever. Uh, here, let's... Oh, it, yeah, I guess it would, wouldn't it? I suppose it would, Angela. I couldn't no, tell you. I don't, no, I don't watch no. The New Girl. Anyways, <laughs> so that's Plex, and it's awesome, and you should get it. And I don't know if it's free, but it's totally worth it. And you can put Plex on a Windows or a Mac or a Linux box, the Plex mm -hmm. server. Mm -hmm. It doesn't have to be a dedicated machine. It just needs to be a machine maybe powerful enough to do a little transcoding. Mm -hmm. And then your Android or iOS device, tablet or phone, will automatically detect it. Just sync up, connect, and yep. play. It's so cool. cool. You don't even have to have the MyPlex service. Yep. All right. Now, there's an app that's sort of like, been like a smartphone game changer for you. Yeah, it really has. It's called Shazam. Everybody knows about Shazam, right? No, I don't know. But Shazam is not... Well, first of all, okay, wait. You see over here? iPhone, iPad, Android, Windows Phone, Windows 8, BlackBerry, other devices. Look at them, huh? Yeah, they they're all, all over the place. Yeah. And it's not just for finding music. But I will point out, before I move on, that this holiday season, if you're listening to a dedicated Christmas music uh, radio station and you hear a song that you like... Shazam that. <laughs> right. Right? Because I spent, I don't even know how many times calling a radio station trying to figure out what song they played at 9.47 a.m. that oh, morning. Oh, yeah. You used to do that. Uh, not used to. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. So it took me a long time to narrow down. And then what I had to do is um, buy a Christmas in the Northwest album off of Amazon and hope that song really was the song that I liked. Jeez. I actually bought a physical CD. Gosh, like, man. People, the 90s and Early and 2000s all I needed rough. was this darn Shazam app. How did so, it get by? Anyway, but it's not just for music, people. I was at Roundtable Pizza Buffet. Yeah. That's odd. Um, That's weird. How could that have happened? <laughs> and they had a commercial on the TV for like um, the, the army or something. And it said to learn more, Shazam this yeah. commercial. Yeah. So, you know, then they continued with the commercial and, you know, you Shazam it and it picks up the audio and it says, you know, here. This is what we found. This is what you need to yep. look at. That's and the thing to. they're doing now. Yeah, it's it's so they, cool. They embed a signal that you can't hear in the audio. Right. And then Shazam picks up on that. Yeah. You know what I pick up on? Bacon signals. That's right. Like Bacon Reader for Reddit. This is one of my favorite <laughs> uh, Reddit <laughs> clients. You can see it's it has both the phone UI and the tablet UI, and it makes like when you're visiting when you're browsing Reddit and they have meme pictures, it's super easy. It also does threaded comments pretty well. And one of the nice things is is when you click on a story, you can click on the linky link and just go right to the page. You can <laughs> click on the comments to read just the comments, or you can click on that user and see all the other submitted posts. Uh, you can manage your Reddit account. You can post pictures. You can obviously post pictures using Bacon Reader. Bacon Reader also has some widgets you can load on your desktop. Like, uh, check this out, Ange. Huh. It's hard to show the folks at home, but you see right there? Oh, yeah, Bacon. Yeah, and you see it's actually... For it, Bitcoin. Bacon for Bitcoin. So on my Bitcoin screen on my Android device, I've got the Bacon widget right here, and it's just the top stories from the Bitcoin subreddit, 
And sometimes, like, I'll have, like, a... See, do I have it on right now? New. Sometimes I have a last one, too. So I just go to a tab, and I can just look at the... La- uh, I just have a screen full of last stories on here, and it's real nice. And as I'm, as, I'm, as I'm looking at it here on the widget, I can just tap any one of these stories, and it brings up Bacon Reader and takes me right to that story. Nice. Yeah, and Bacon Reader has a lot of sharing and saving features. So that's one. I got one more. Wait. I want to do one more Reddit one. So, yeah, I know I got it. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, I was just going to say, I don't understand Reddit, but... Um, I ran out of apps that I use. So Reddit, <laughs> Reddit is, is fun. fun is another one. Yeah, and this I, is a little. Um, this one is a little cleaner. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it looks a little more. I don't know. I don't know if modern is the right way to put it. But Bacon Reader is great. Reddit is fun. Is maybe a little nicer. I think. I think I've been. I think it's a little newer. I've been enjoying it a little more. Uh-huh. The other thing that uh, is kind of nice is it has a pretty easy way to st- sort of pick which uh, subreddits you're going to monitor from within the app, which mm-hmm. is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And it helped. Also, uh, Reddit is fun. Uh, has a pay version and a light version, which is nice because the pay version, one of the things it does a little bit better is handle Reddit messages, which is a cool feature to have when you've got a lot of people that message you. It also has a dark mode if you prefer to read your Reddit maybe at nighttime. Hello, NSFW. <laughs> there you go. So I just realized that I didn't put any Jupyter Broadcasting apps in this doc. Do you want to do some honorable mentions? Well, Rakai. Rakai made the JupyterColony.com uh page here mm-hmm, is mm-hmm. it jupiter dev is that what is that yeah that's, yeah yeah that's where i'd want to go yeah click on that s okay yeah all right so here's the list of the jupiter broadcasting apps and who made them which is awesome mm-hmm. <laughs> where would they go to get that Ange? dev dot uh, they can just go to jupitercolony.com on link it. and yeah and then click on the what i just clicked on uh jupiter dev okay um so sibo jar has our roku app shane kufel has the um Android and Symbian app, and then the XBMC plugin is Rob Loach, and Callisto is not Bryant. Um, the Covariant Tensor, I thought it was just Covariant. Anyway, yeah. So, yeah. All right. There. Let's talk about podcasts. Okay. You know about podcasts? I, I might know a little bit yeah. at and this point. It, it, is, it is hard to get the right podcast app on Android, and I've tried a lot. I started with Dogcatcher. Um, and I've, I've, I've actually... Names are so funny. I know. I actually started with Google Listen, but Google Listen is abandonware. So then I moved to Dogcatcher. Dogcatcher drained my battery a lot and had other problems. But I, I was so happy once I found Pocket Cast. Pocket okay. Cast is so sweet. It has a great discovery function. Actually, I think Wait, it has... can I just say something? Yeah. On my face? Okay. <laughs> well, okay. So you know how the shoemaker doesn't wear shoes? And then no, they, the kids, sh- no. no, the sho- shoes, the, the shoemaker's kids have holes in their shoes or something. No, like no, no, the okay. shoemaker doesn't wear shoes. The people that do nails, they can't have nice nails because they're constantly taking off nail polish so that, you know, they'd ruin their own nails. The podcaster listens to podcasts. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not his own. I just, I don't know. I think it's interesting. That's um, all. Big, big work up there to nothing. <laughs> so with one of the really nice features about Pocket Cast is besides the really nice discovery is they refresh server-side your feed. So as soon as you open up the app, all of your updated, all your feeds are already immediately updated, which compared to some other apps take forever, especially when you have a really big feed like some of our shows do. It has some good playback features, uh, all the functionality you expect. The variable playback is nice if you like to speed things up a little bit. And uh, I think overall, oh, it also has a little bit of account sync stuff where you can sync which podcast you're subscribed <laughs> to among multiple devices and things like that. So if you, And it's free. So if you want, uh, if you want a really good android um podcast client and one that works on mm. tablets or phones pocket cash that is cool yeah and the nice thing is you can sync which podcast you're subscribed to 
when you sign up for a Pocket Cast account, between like if you have a phone and an Android device, you can be like, yeah, well, I'll just set it all up here and then we'll just sync it to the Pocket Cast service and then you log in on your other device and Bob's your uncle. It's all your all your shows. I don't have an Uncle Bob. All right. You do um, now, sweetie. You do now. <laughs> One thing I have here that I maybe you can explain because I don't know anything about it. Uh, ES File Explorer File Manager. Yeah. Yeah. Well, on, on Android, you can actually browse the file system of the Android device, but you need a file manager. It's kind of like Explorer or Finder. Right. Are you digging? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. I knew it was like Finder. Right. But I, so on iOS. But, you know, we don't have a lot of Mac. Right. On iOS, <laughs> you can't browse, like, you can't browse the folders on the phone, right? You just get, uh, okay. you get access to your camera library, and that's pretty much it. Yeah. But on Android, with uh, this program, you could browse your entire file system. You could get to your downloads folder. So if your browser downloads something, okay. this is one way you could install, you could sideload applications. If you wanted to put an SD card in your Android device, you could then browse that SD card with this program. So it's pretty nice. Yeah. It looks like the chat room. Uh, we've got ESFM for the win. I love that thing. Mm-hmm. I use ES all the time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Good. Um, All right. Well, I got a little practical app. Pick. Oh, can I ask you a question real quick? Yeah. It says add to wish list. Is that like, does the Google never Play that. Store have yeah. like a wish list that you can share out? Like the I Amazon think. wish I've list? I've never done it. I've always been like, huh. why would I add an app to a wish well, list? Well, lower third, this is where you come in handy. School us and tell us what that wish list is for. Yeah. Or does Rakai know? It, it, it's got to be for, yeah, it's just yeah. like for sharing it or for like buying. I guess like if you were going to. If you didn't want to blow the budget on the dollar ninety nine app, you could add it to your list, and then next time you had a dollar ninety nine, you'd buy it. Huh? Okay. I don't know. Huh? Uh, all, right, all right. So got a Roku. Got a couple of Rokus actually. Big Roku fan, and Roku has a, 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 an official Roku app for Android and for iOS. The problem is, this always bugs me. Is you got to sign into the Roku service in the app, well, uh. and if you got a big old password. <laughs> You know, so here I, so this, here's the, so here, even right now, even though I've used it, I've signed, I've been signed out of the Roku app. Oh, sounds like G, uh, Google. Yeah. So <laughs> I would have to continue and then I have to sign into the Roku app, have to put my super long password in there and my email address, tap it all out on the phone. Meanwhile, I just want to start a show, right? So that's why I don't like the official Roku app. However, my friends, I've got something for you. It is, it is they, they've renamed it now. It used to just be called Ro, Roku Wi-Fi, but now it's called Rifi or Rife, yeah. RFI, Rifi, RFI. RFI. This is a remote for Roku players that uses a UDP broadcast on your network to automatically detect your Rokus and then just connect to them. So you, you launch the app, you tell it to scan, and it scans your network, assuming they're on the same subnet. And it will automatically connect to the Roku and manage it. You don't have to worry about signing into any Roku account. It'll list all of them for you. Or you could manually enter in the IP if you know your Roku's IP address. And then you get a fairly simple, straightforward control <laughs> interface. It's After not like three input screen. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of funny. And it's kind of fugly too. Like I'll be yeah. honest, like it's it doesn't look as good as the official Roku app. Right. But all of the core functionality you need is there, and you can yeah. at, you can use it without looking. Great. Right, so that's yeah. nice. Yeah. So like when the kids like are or, like when Dylan wants to watch something that he's not supposed to be watching, like it's nice to know that I don't have to worry about am I going to be able to sign into the Roku service before I can hit pause. I just have it right or, here on my dock. I just click that, boom, I've got it. Or locate the physical remote because when you have kids, it's never found. Mm-hmm. It's always missing. See right there, it just so this remote just connected to the Roku in our living room. Oh well, yeah. don't pause it because our baby's. I know, but <laughs> but you see, like on the other one, like I couldn't even get that far. Yeah, and it's just like, why don't they just do that? So, yeah. anyways, if you got a Roku, I think this is free. I don't know. Yeah, well, it's yeah, I think it's free. So yeah, okay, there you go. All right, well, uh, hold on, uh, you know. People might not know this, but for every faux show, we commission a, a very special CG generated from uh, um, the uh, Hollywood studios, professionally done. Costs uh-huh. us about two hundred thousand dollars per faux show. 
to render out a very special Jupiter <laughs> logo. Jupiter Mail Sack. So, Ange, what do we got in the uh, Jupiter Mail Sack today? Oh, $200,000. I know. Well, but well, well spent, right? I mean, that was pretty awesome. <laughs> All right. Norm writes, hi. The last couple of nights I've been trying unsuccessfully to watch different subchannels, last unplugged unfiltered faux show woo, on my Roku, but they all seem to fail. After displaying retrieving for a couple seconds, the Roku gets bounced back to the screen where it says play. I don't think it's the Roku itself, and Roku support suggests it might be the JB servers. Um, I can always watch via PC, but it would be nice to watch via the Roku. Have others experienced the same issue, or is it likely something on my end? Thanks. Well, you left out the most important sentence. Okay. That BSD Now plays fine. Okay, since BSD Now starts without issue, as well as other channels like Netflix, right. <clears throat> Roku thinks it's a JB server. However, BSD Now is coming from the JB servers. Is it? Because I thought they streamed it from no. BSDNow.tv. No. Okay. It's all scale engine. Okay. It's all scale engine. It's all the same servers. Okay. Uh, so that would make me think that there might be something else going on. Uh, and I could I wouldn't even say it's a length of the shows because BSD now it's got some long big episodes so it's not even so much that mm-hmm. what he might be talking about is the live stream mm. and not but it sounds like he's talking about on demand videos because he's talking about each yeah. show yeah so I'll do some more testing I'm not sure yeah. and if anybody else has any problems with the uh, yeah. Roku app the Use Jupiter the Broadcasting form. yeah because we have we have a Roku app that'll play the live stream and play our back catalog and I check it from time to time. Yeah. But I am not in a good position to try it because I'm sitting on a 50 megabit FiOS connection. So I don't generally have bandwidth problems with this yeah. stuff. So right. if you guys have some bandwidth challenges with your Roku app, let us know. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Boy, is that it? That is it. Well, good news. If you want to get a hold of the show, you want to watch us live, you want to get in contact with Angela, we've got all of Ooh. that outlined at the bottom of the show notes. Just go over to jupiterbroadcasting.com, look for episode 155 of the Faux Show, wow. and you'll find it all linked right there. Yep. Yep. All right. Well, that uh, ends the... The Fo-a-thon. 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 The Saturday of Fo. Yeah. yeah. We didn't do one, two, three, Fo. We just did Foder three. Day. It's Foder Day. It's Foder Day. <laughs> fatter Day. No. No. Dang it. <laughs> All right. I do feel um, like it's been a bit of a fatter day. I know. Right? Pizza I know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want some more pizza. Uh, but pie. If, oh. If you're wondering when the Fo Show will be live again, just go to jupiterbroadcasting.com slash yeah. calendar. We'll have it listed know, there. To be honest, we don't know. We don't. We don't know if it's well, going to be back on a Saturday a or a Friday. Or, yeah. yeah. It'll be a couple of weeks from now. So, yeah. Go to the, you just say, jupiterbroadcast.com forward slash calendar. Chocolate wine. <laughs> that, that, that means yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it for this episode of The Faux Show. We'll see you next week. Don't forget, you can catch recent episodes of The Faux Show on jupiterbroadcast.com slash faux show. Also, get them on demand in the iTunes store. Search for Faux Show.